Hey guys, welcome to Let's Do Lunch Podcast. My name is Kristen. I'm a roll squirrel. And as always, I have Angie Rizzo's, my BFF, my reseller BFF. We, um, well, to be honest, you're probably my like regular BFF. <laughs> what does that mean? I'm limited to the reseller BFF now. <laughs> well, you know. So um, we are going to talk about everything reselling and how it relates to our lives. And um, we're even going to bring in some crazy cool guests. Today, we have Dealing with Dalton. Yay! I'm so excited to talk to him. And it's appropriate that we have him because we've got, um, actually, I put in our Instagram, our question of the week. Remember that? Yeah. And it, it's going to be perfect for him. So we have, we have one question that's coming in. I think we got, uh, we might have scared a few people off last week with our TMI um, mm-hmm. answers to the questions that we had last right. week. <laughs> Everybody seems to love trash to cash. So if we can't add a little spice to our show. <laughs> well, that might have been a lot of spice. <laughs> it was a lot. It was, you know what? It wasn't guy spice. It was girl spice. We're all like, oh, yeah, we understand that. And the guys are like, oh, my gosh, stop, please. (laughs) We can't handle that. We can't discuss that. Yeah. But um, (laughs) you're welcome to come back and and watch that. We did have some really good comments from Mm -hmm. last week. Um, And a couple people even said that, um, you know, the TMI parts were some of their favorite. And I'm like, what is wrong with you people? (laughs) Well, so maybe, I'm sure it made some people laugh because some of it, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You two, um, Guitar Missy said, you two were quite a hoot on this show and I love, love, loved it. Thanks for laughing. See you next time. Oh, so, good. That's super cool. And Kathy, uh, Catherine Rowley was like, y'all are the highlight of my week. So I love it that she says, and Depop is sus for me. <laughs> Only one sale, bruh. <laughs> well, seriously, I don't know anyone who sells a lot on Depop. Uh, you know, I've, I told you guys I've tried, I've put stuff up there. I even had my, uh, my youngest who is just the perfect age for that demographic. I guess mm-hmm. I had her model a couple of things for me and take pictures and she was super cool with it. And I was like, here, put this sweatshirt on. And I put it on her and I, and she's super cute and adorable, oh, super cute and adorable. So I yeah. put this sweatshirt on her and I put it on her like I would, if it were my mannequin in yeah. my office and she's like, no, mom. <laughs> and she like put it off her shoulder and she made it so cute. And then she like put her arm in just the right place. And I'm like, yeah. oh, my mannequin doesn't do that. So <laughs> it works so much better. And yeah, still couldn't funny. sell it. No, still couldn't sell it. Exactly. No. So if you're selling on Depop and crushing it, please let us know what we're doing wrong. Let me tell you another really silly, funny story about Depop while we're talking about it, though. I had a pair of, I had like a dozen pair of these really great, I'm going to call them dancer shoes, Mm -hmm. you know, dancer shoes. Stripper shoes. Let's just call a spade a spade. Strippers. They were, they were really, they were really pretty shoes. Now I won't wear heels because I'm so tall, but I bought them in like February of 2020. Right. Needless to say, there weren't a lot First of people time. going to, yeah, not a lot of people going to the clubs that year. So I had these things for a super long time and I thought, I'm going to put these things on Depop. So my aunts were with me when I found them. And right. I said, <laughs> I know this is like taboo. Can you put these shoes on for me? And we'll like, I'll have real people modeling the shoes. <laughs> You're not supposed to do that, right? Don't do what I do. 
but I took pictures of them on real people. And my aunt was like 80 years old. <laughs> she looked so good in these shoes, but I got really great pictures of her, like with her pajama pants way up around her knees. <laughs> wearing these hot shoes they were so great i might still have a picture but she would kill me if i put them out there again oh granny my god feet pics granny you know, feet that, picks. that's you what you i never did. know there could be a market for that you know and i put it on depop and i was like oh this is totally gonna this is gonna be great because they're gonna love this stuff right because it was sort of an oxymoron right I right. mean, an 80 year old lady probably isn't going to wear, but that's hilarious. But you know, it's interesting. Those, those kinds of shoes or whatever. I was watching whatnot the other day mm -hmm. and it was a young girl selling shoes and they were all pre-owned, but a lot of them were like that, like crazy club shoes that I would think yeah. no one ever would wear this. And they were selling, 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 and not for like $5. No, she's doing everything at a dollar and it was going up to $50, 40. I was like, I know that's where these stripper boots. That's where I bought I bought all of them that I could find that day because I was like, these are, these are going to sell. These are so cool. And I think that they would have if the whole world didn't shut down that very next month. So yeah, um, I, I think that the neon orange fishnet heels looked great. <laughs> Okay, I'm totally oh creeped out by the heads beside you. I know. I, okay. I mean, it's like you and two people looking over your shoulder. It's really creeping me out. I feel like we should name them. I know. Yeah. Ava and uh, I don't know. This one's Ava right here for sure. That's Ava? This has got to be Ava. What's her name? I Allison? Ava and Allison. There you go. Two A's, <laughs> huh? I'm staying in an Airbnb this week. So, cause I'm in, uh, in Nebraska in between weeks at junk stock. Junk so. stock. Mm -hmm. so on Friday, when this airs, Kristen again, will be knee deep in flannels. <laughs> yeah. Let's hope I am almost sold out of flannels. So let's hope it's going to be cool though. Right. Yeah, it's almost going to be like cold, I think. We went from being like 95 this last oh, week. It was so hot. It was not flannel weather. No. To, it's going to be, I think, a low of 37. So when I get there in the mornings on Fridays, it's going to be so cold. My hands so are going to be freezing. Hopefully, everyone comes thinking it's going to be nice and like warm. They're going to be freezing and they're all going to flock your booth because they're yeah. going to be freezing and need flannels. That's what we're usually, going usually that's what happens. That was, that's what happened last year. It was like eh, 66 ish. So, I mean, it was cool and it was, you know, it's decorated. I'm wearing a little, little hoodie. I'm a from Florida girl. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, when we packed Aunt Sherry's with me and when we packed, we didn't plan on this cold. It, it wasn't forecasted that far out, but it oh, wasn't right, right, forecasted right. to be that. So, I mean, I have like a flannel in a, like a, like a vest. I don't have gloves. I don't have a coat. I don't, I, you know, I've just got regular socks. I don't have smart wools. So. Well, you're not going to want a big coat anyways, because you're going to get hot running around all day selling, but gloves yeah. might be helpful. Gloves are going to be helpful, especially in the mornings. Cause you get there and you got to unzip everything. You got to move everything out. We're going to get hot, but we're under a great big tree. So it's always shady. 
So well, luckily you could just layer up with multiple sizes of <laughs> This one is for sale too. You can have it right off the back. That's what but um you can get your stripper boots and then just there you go. Multiple layers. How many layers do we get to the base layer? <laughs> no, but we we are we are gonna have like that's gonna be the the thumbnail right off the back. Isn't that like a, a cliche reseller? video right off the bat hey somebody said you had stripper music one time on your video so you got the whole thing now <laughs> that's the, the <laughs> negative comments that i get are always about my music <laughs> man angie's on a rate on a tirade at least it's not like last week when it was pretty much <laughs> well it was different subject related <laughs> oh my yeah. god Look at my shirt I got like oh. a Bart Simpson shirt. It's the first time I ever wore it, but I love like tie-dye stuff. Anyways, it's completely unrelated, but I just you saw like Marge's I bought my shirt in the bins. I like your shirt. It's cute. Yeah, I had an issue with buying my shirt. It uh, It's Eddie Bauer. <laughs> and doesn't that mean that's like you're an old lady when you start wearing Eddie Bauer? <laughs> Eddie oh, Bauer. Somebody... Okay, this is completely unrelated but someone put up marcy who is frugal peanut resells put a little thing out of all the people's ages um when they were on shows like archie bunker when he was oh. on the show how old do you think he was when he was i, think on I the show? saw this post i think i saw this wasn't he like 50 or 60 48 oh like God. um the housekeeper from brady bunch 44 <laughs> She was 44. I thought she was like. Stanford and Son's dad, 49. <laughs> that's how old they really were, or that's how old their character was? I think both. Either way, that's. <laughs> we're oh older God. than the characters who played old people. <laughs> <laughs> that's super fun. Thanks what? for bringing that up, Angie. I appreciate it. It just freaked me out. I was looking at this. I was like, this really bothers me. There was like oh. eight of them and they were all younger than me. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Okay. Well, okay. So old people are on, I swear, on Facebook all the time. My my old people, mm -hmm. they're on Facebook all the time all the time. And we, I think that's probably why I have this love hate relationship with it. I don't love it yeah. because there's so much misinformation in there and whatever it is, my mom will be like, Hey, did you see on Facebook that they said as she's trying to it's like written on Facebook, it's, it's law. It's, it's yeah, that's right. <laughs> it must be true. So there's like, Facebook scams on market. The pretty much the only reason that I have Facebook is so that I can use marketplace basically. Yeah. So exactly. I've been Me too. once in a while, I'll post something that, that I send to either my mom or my daughter. So <laughs> be a meme. <laughs> yeah. If so, I find something, Oh, forward. <laughs> yeah. I have a couple of things that I've been putting on marketplace lately. Okay. And most of the time, they're pretty legit people that are, are messaging, wanting to know whether or not this is still available. Well, but for local pickup, for sure. For local pickup, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I don't put anything on for, uh, to, to ship anymore yeah, not because anymore. it doesn't, it doesn't work. It just, I haven't had any good luck with it. If you guys out there have had good luck with it, I would love to hear more about it because I can't get it to go. But, um, local pickup people, um, and there's a couple of like a couple little scams happening out there that seem like they're legit, 
but they're not. And you get this, you start like a regular conversation with them like you would if it were right. really going to pick it up. And then they say, yeah, this, I'm having trouble getting through. Can you send me your phone number? And then I was like, oh, okay. Then when they start asking for your phone number or your email address so that you can communicate better because they've got a bad connection or something, I'm like, yeah, I'm done with you. So um, I think that's something that we probably need to touch on is talking about the different kinds of scams. Cause I think, I mean, my, my old people would fall for that in oh. a heartbeat. I mean, my mom, a lot of times will come in and say things like, did I like get a charge for what? I'm like, no, good. Don't open that. <laughs> yeah, don't open that. Don't. What do I do? I accidentally clicked something and they said I charged, they charged me $500. I'm like, oh yeah. gosh, they did well, not. And lately, have you gotten that text that says that um, the U.S. Post Office can't deliver something because um, there's some misinformation? So please click this link and send us the information so that we can deliver it properly to you. No, I haven't had that one, but I have had your account is tempor temporarily suspended because of ac some activity. Suspicious so log activity. in this way. Suspicious mm -hmm. activity. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like. Yeah, whatever. But it definitely looks legit when yeah. it comes through. I know, I know. My mom had a package that um, she was that she was worried about, and I said, "Don't touch it. Don't click it. It's not real. It's not true. Don't do it. Don't click it." So, man, there's a, a lot of a lot of people trying to get trying to get to your stuff. Oops, sorry, there was a. Do you remember the days when we could just sell on eBay and people just paid and you just sent them the stuff and that was it? It was so great. No one scammed you. Everybody paid. Everyone was nice. It was crazy. <laughs> I know. It's the so wild west of scary. eBay way back when. Yeah. No, I, I actually. had five returns this week. <laughs> you have? I saw a lot of clothes. So clothes get returned. And even though I put, um, you know, measurements in every listing, I get returns constantly for um, doesn't fit. Mm. And the, the problem is eBay does not explain to the customer that not only are they going to lose their shipping, which a lot of them understand that they yeah. don't realize because eBay just sends them a label that mm -hmm. they're actually paying for that label. That yeah. label isn't just magically coming from eBay and nobody pays for it. They just take it off at the end. So I will actually, especially if somebody has low feedback, I'll actually say, I'm happy to take the return. However, your yeah. expect that your refund is going to be probably less than you wanted. Here's why. And I explain it to them. And a lot of times people are like, yeah, yeah. no, I'll just keep it or I'll resell it or give it to my sister. Give it to you. Just yeah. because what they get in the end ends up being really low sometimes, especially if it's like heavier shoes or things like that. I'm like, I wouldn't do it, but. Well, I've got, um, a Poshmark one that I, that I'm dealing with right now. And I'll be honest, I don't do a lot on Poshmark and maybe mm -hmm. later whenever um, Dalton gets here, we can ask a little bit more about that because I've never had where somebody has opened a case and they want to return something, but I'm going to, I'm going to read it to you. Why Okay. returned? Because this, it surprised me. Okay. So these are smart wool, tall boot socks, ivory texture. Socks. Right. Okay. Boot socks. They're tall boot socks and they're textured. So they're like knee highs and they've got like this little ruffle at the top and they're yeah. like, I so yeah. they stick out the top of the boot. Yeah. Right. So that that's all that it 
I mean, that's the description at the top, right? The title. So they message and they say they opened a return request for the Smart Roll socks. They're beautiful socks in great condition, but not what I was expecting. Listing says textured, but these are very thinly woven and perforated. It seems like the listing, like, like in this listing, the socks were thick socks. Thanks. And I'm like, oh, well, what does textured have to do with the thickness? Thickness. So I, they, they said the, the case is under review and they're going to let me know if they're going to make a decision. And I, and I said, but this description isn't wrong. <laughs> they are textured. Having texture doesn't have anything to do with the thickness. And they said that they're, so right now I'm in review the case and it mm -hmm. has been for five days waiting for, days. Mm -hmm, waiting for, they've requested more photos from the buyer. Thanks for the patience. So I've been waiting for five days for them to submit more pictures for textured socks that say they're textured. And she, I mean, she's like the beautiful socks. They're, they're great. I don't think that I would not, you're going to have to give us an update, but I yeah. can't imagine Poshmark's going to side with them because that's what I wondered because I didn't never have this. Poshmark, I think actual human beings review Unlike eBay, which it's just a mm -hmm. bot who's going oh, in and reviewing the cases. I think Poshmark as an actual person. I had actually um, a return on Macari and it was very odd because I've never had a return on Macari and the post office broke. It was like a, um, a Mickey Mouse topper for a Christmas tree and oh. the ear broke off because oh. someone had to have stepped on the box. That's the only way oh, wow. that it would have been crushed like this. But during the entire return process, it said, we've sided with the, the buyer and we, but never could I find anywhere where it said what was wrong with the item, any oh. picture. They never like communicated with me at all about the, the reason for return, oh, the really? pictures, anything. Until I got it back, I had no idea why they were returning it. Once I saw oh. it, I was like, oh yeah, it's oh. obviously crushed. But yeah. I, I was really disappointed in my first return with Macari because they didn't communicate at all. Well, sucked. I've never had a return. I've never even had a case opened in Poshmark. That's why I was like, hmm, I don't know how this I've is I've had a few, out. but I think everyone was sided with me because really? say it's too small. And I'm like, except for I have measurements. Yeah. <laughs> so every size is different. You have to check the measurements. And so I would imagine they're just going to side with you and that'll end it. But five days is a long time. It, it did seem like it was long to me there. I've got a, while we're on the subject, <laughs> <laughs> I have an eBay um, feedback that I got back. Which this one kind of, it made me giggle a little bit because, so I sold this free people shirt, right? And free people generally runs kind of big, right? So it's a free people shirt that said that it was a medium. It was labeled medium and it's big. It's really yeah. big. Because they're oversized. Yeah. Yeah. So I got feedback. It was positive feedback, but it says so pretty and an incredible shape. Again, great product, <laughs> great shape. The price and the turnaround it was on spot. Couldn't be more pleased. Which, oops, I pushed a button. Which, again, super great. Yeah. But um, size is a size is actually a, like a three XL. 
Well, no, it's not. <laughs> the size is medium. It says on the tag, the tag is in the picture. The measurements are there. I can't, it's, I know it says medium. It's a free people. It's meant to be. Enormous. Yes. So size. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll give it to a friend. <sighs> okay. <wow>. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for well, the feedback. I got, I got feedback last week for, um, it was this little slide in. It goes in your cabinet. It holds a garbage can. It's the slide in mechanism that makes your garbage can go in and out in a cabinet. Oh yeah. Like, right. Uh huh. So I got it. Um, it was brand new in box. I shipped it with it like literally like 10 hours of getting the order. It was Ooh. at UPS uh -huh. at the post office. Well, they lost it. Oh no. Okay. So it took like two weeks to get to her. She oh, no. wrote the most hateful negative feedback. I would never recommend this seller. They're a scam artist, blah, blah. I mean, just go. I had to contact eBay to get my money back. And I'm thinking, first of all, you haven't got your money back because you just mm -hmm. did a where's my item. And I saw it was like, you know, the post office has it. But then I contacted eBay and said, this is not true. Obviously, these are not true claims. So. Yeah. They never even responded back. They just took it off went oh, in like good. less than 24 hours, which was great. And then she sent me nasty messages about how I basically scammed eBay to get the <laughs> feedback removed. And I'm like, and I'm like, listen, again, you're welcome. I'm sorry. <laughs> but if you return it, you're not going to get your shipping back. You finally got the item. It took two weeks. I'm sorry, but wow. oh my goodness. And that is one of the things that concerns me about the ground advantage is oh. I think people have very unrealistic expectations about how yes. fast something should come now because they think, oh, it's going to be the same as priority mail in like three days, but that's not the case. Or Amazon. Thanks, Amazon. Yeah, ground advantage is taking longer. And as the holidays are about to come, I would imagine you need to be prepared if you're shipping that way to let people know that it's going to take longer for their packages to arrive. Um, I put in two options for everybody. And I do, I've done this I for do. years, ground advantage, whatever's the cheapest. I do that first. So that's the one that shows up in the listing. So that right. they, that's the better price. And then I, I offer priority no matter what it could, it could weigh 80 pounds. I'm still going to offer priority because some people just want it when they want it. So. See, I would something like that. I'd offer UPS, UPS or ground, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just because priority is so ridiculous from Florida. Forget it. I mean, yeah. unless you're in a little zone and it's up to four pounds, you know. Um, but yeah, I just. But I don't have a problem with UPS losing packages. Mm, yeah, I, I, I mean that it's just uh, so. I'm not thrilled about that. That's one package that they crushed. UPS ground advantage, or yeah. Postal Service ground advantage, and now one that they lost. So not. Oh, and I have another one that uh, was supposed to be delivered September eighth. UPS ground advantage missing. The last yeah. update was the ninth, and it says delayed should be on its way. Well, it's October now, so I'm going to be giving them their money back. And I mean, I'll do a claim, but you know how that goes. That could take a while. You know, though. I mean, let's be honest in the holiday season, it doesn't matter if it's priority or ground advantage. It just, they're so busy and there's yeah. so many packages that stuff is stuff 
gets lost. It's gets yeah, but, but down. Re, you know what? There's been years I've never had a lost or damaged package. <laughs> yeah, and I've been three this month. Mm, that's yeah. kind of telling. I think that it's that happens a lot this time of year because we're they're hiring for for the holidays. They got new people. They're trying yeah. to train them. I think that that I think just that happens. That just yeah, happens. I guess that's so. true. That's true. Thankfully, it's like right now and not two weeks before Christmas, whenever they're like, I want it right now. You ruined my holiday. My Christmas is ruined. Yeah. Johnny's not getting his toy. This is your fault. I'm leaving feedback. I want my money back. I'm contacting I'm you. I'm telling him you killed Santa. <laughs> Extreme measurements. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> Thankfully, we don't have that. Well, I think it would be super cool if we could bring in our guest. We've got that would be awesome. Yeah, dealing with Dalton is coming in. Hey, oh, I think we're both now. I'm here. What's going on? Hey, Hello. Dalton, how are you? I am fantastic. How are you guys? Super great. We're really grateful that you decided to come on with us and I'm tell us all about you. So glad to have that you guys decided to have me. Um, I guess for those of you who don't know, I am a full-time shoe reseller. I do only shoes. Uh, I think Kristen in, like, hinted at it. I sell a lot on Poshmark, so I feel like I have some Poshmark questions coming my way. Um, but I, I do mainly sell on eBay. Um, but that's that's the the elevator pitch. So I like that. Thank you. You um, but not only are you an eBay reseller. And you're on YouTube and you're on Instagram and you have amazing reels and your hashtag corny, corny package picks, <laughs> but you're doing a podcast too. I am. Yes, I am. It's called in the loop. It's with my friend, Ethan. Um, mm -hmm. he, he goes by the college reseller, uh, just another shoe reseller. We both do basically the same thing. Um, and he's over in Florida. So, Oh, he is in Florida. Yep. So you yep. guys get to go hang out in real life all the time together. We do. We do. Oh, that's so cute. They're not in my Florida. They're in the, the real Florida. You're not in Florida. You're in lower Alabama. Yeah. Somebody called it the armpit of Florida. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's I mean, pretty, pretty accurate there. That's not yeah. wrong. Yeah. How, how long have you guys been doing the podcast? Oh, uh, we're like 23 episodes in. We've nice. been doing an episode a week, but a few weeks we'll post two. Like if we want to put out like a bonus episode or uh, we've had one guest so far, it's, it's really just been a us podcast so far. We haven't really d dived into having guests yet, but mm. maybe soon. We, I mean, we kind of like getting able to being able to meet lots of different crazy people that are mm. like crazy, like us. Cool. You know, <laughs> yeah. awesome, wonderful, crazy, but um, I didn't, I didn't realize that he was in Florida and that you guys, we're so close together. I thought you just knew each other from being on Instagram and YouTube and stuff like that. Your socials. Yeah. He used to be in uh, somewhere, I think Georgia or North Carolina, oh. somewhere like mm -hmm. that, but he moved uh, last year. So moved down here. I met him when he didn't live here and then we moved down podcast time. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. You, you haven't always done just shoes though. Have you? I mean, no, the answer is no, but it's been a very long time. I, when I sold other things than just shoes, I wouldn't say I was a very serious reseller. Mm. And I mean, sure. Now, nowadays I have another eBay store that I think has four things listed on it. So like, <laughs> oh, yeah. every, like every now and then if I like spot something that is, is worth not leaving behind, I'll sell yeah. it. And then 
regret selling it because I don't have a box for it, but mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> you're pretty focused though i've seen like when you you talk about it anyway in your social media that whenever you source you're just like just you just focus on you're you're so focused mm -hmm. but i i don't know how you do it like i want to look at all the other stuff yeah yeah for me i don't know how you do it <laughs> <laughs> you oh, know, um, yeah. I mean, I do like shopping, um, through all the other sections. Cause especially if I'm thrifting with Carly, um, yeah. like she's, it takes a little bit longer to go through the racks of clothes than it does to go through the shoes. So For sure. you know, yeah. I'll, I'll peek over at the stuff that interests me, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if when I'm out sourcing, I've always found that just going to as many stores as possible and picking up what I know versus going to, you know, a third of the stores and going through everything has always been more fruitful. I don't know if that's because I'm less educated in everything else or, or what, but it's just what works out for me. You just have like developed an eye for certain things. I think, don't you think? You, yeah. You just, yeah. Wait, Dalton, um, have you done the sneakerhead thing where you go and you're buying up at the Nike store and like, you know, reselling them all, hoping to make like a ton of profit on, you know, the shoe that's coming out. I mean, yeah, I've, I've, tried um it's i see people doing that and i'm like that is so risky yeah it's it's risky one and it's hard to i mean that's more that falls under the the gambling yeah category <laughs> with, with a lot I mean, of it sure I, I think it's all gambling yeah really. i mean to be fair there's there's the right way to go about it and the wrong way to go about it the wrong way is just like only focused on like the releases because with the releases mm -hmm. you don't know what the market's going to be like post-release and if it's going to be a more valuable shoe or a less valuable shoe. And realistically, it's like 5% of releases are going to resell for a significant amount of money. Yeah. Everything else, um, you know, it's it's normal to get like a $10, $15, $20 profit, but that's on like a $200 investment. So yeah, unless you have like a, a plug or something that gets you a ton of it, it's really not yeah. worth it. That feels like similar to like scalping tickets to concerts to me. That just feels a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I'm in the, I, I agree with that. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of reselling things that people get excited about. There's like a limited demand for, but you know, I, 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 I can't knock people's hustle. It's just not for me. Yeah. yeah well, I, I just, I just haven't seen right. you doing that. And I just wondered if that's one of the things you did or if you just are mostly doing, um, the pre-owned and then when you find like deals on when they're doing clearance and stuff. Yeah. I mean, if, I mean, I will pop in, see, you know, like the, I do go to the Nike outlet every now and then. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Super competitive in Orlando. So I don't oh, find a ton, oh. but I mean, every time there's, there's a couple of clearance Nike stores, which uh, have you guys been to a Nike store? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you mm -hmm. know how they have the hash wall in the back. That's like yep. no box tops. So there's a couple of stores in Orlando that um the entire store is basically the hash wall so it's like wow. all of it is just like the clearance stuff and if you go to those especially in the morning like there's there's gonna be at least 20 guys scanning for amazon and Ooh, wow i never thought about that okay yeah and it, it's it's tough it, it's definitely better um if you're an amazon seller i feel like the margins are a lot better over there but it's tough to find stuff that's ebayable True. That makes yeah. sense. Cause let, let's face it. eBay does get a, a less than Amazon typically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So even on those though, it, it, do you have to send them to the, the authentication service through eBay whenever you even on the lower things or is it, I mean, I don't know what the threshold is for those. 
So there's there is no threshold. They they go by brand and model now. So no, I, really? I think it's I think it's less brand and more model. They they've selected models throughout several brands that need to be authenticated, mm -hmm. and it's a little frustrating. I've um like they had a we went to the eBay Open last yeah. week and they had the sneaker people there to like you know talk to and I I asked them I was like I tried to I gave them like examples of the like why. Why am I sending a forty pair, forty dollar pair of New Balances to get authenticated, and they, they don't have any, um, any ambition to change the way things are structured right now. So it's just the oh. way it is. But um, yeah, it's pretty much regardless of condition or price point. It's just, it's just models. See, they they hmm. were at uh, Boss Reseller Remix last year. The sneaker, the sneaker guys, and they yeah. talked about how they. The, the process of getting that done. And to me, that was really interesting to listen to that discussion, even though I've never sent anything for sneaker authentication to, to eBay. It yeah. was really cool to learn about it, yeah. but it was completely foreign language to me. I had no idea what they were talking about. And like when you'll talk about, even on your Instagram like reels and stuff, you'll, mm -hmm. you'll say, well, this is an, a whatever Nike air max, blah, blah, blah. I, to me, that's also another foreign language. Cause to mm -hmm. me, all I see is well, that's a Nike sneaker. Yeah. I'm the same. No, and you just have such a better language with it. I just, I, again, I, don't know how you do it. Listen, I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it sounds like there's so many different models of shoes out there. Um, but like once you get like a little bit of, you know, experience of picking things up, it's a lot of the same thing. Like every brand has their like five most popular models and right. those are always what you're running into. And it, it you know, it's just a, a muscle memory thing. Variation yeah. of those. Yeah. Hey, speaking of that, I have some authentication news. So let's go ahead and do the news. Here's my not so important news. Um, this I thought was kind of interesting. Um, eBay said they have authentication now for lots of things, watches, purses, shoes, stuff like that. Well, they said their luxury handbag authentication, they're going to let buyers proceed with the purchase, even if eBay authenticators find discrepancies. Did you hear about Ooh, this? I am so for this. I didn't know they were doing this. I'm a big fan. It's only for right now for luxury ha for handbags. So eBay can let the buyer know what the discrepancy discrepancies is that they find, but rather than just fail it and return it, and that's the end of your sale, mm -hmm. it gives the buyer and the seller an opportunity to basically um, either close the deal or renegotiate it if something happens, but it doesn't do an end the listing right then, which I think is great. I, I think it's great. However, I I I think that that's going to open up the door for a lot more dupes or or fake. No, I don't think that's it. No. I think it's going to be like if somebody says this is in this condition, but when it gets there, they find a little scratch. Oh, they're going to say, "Hey, this has a scratch," and the person could be like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with that." Okay. Otherwise, they would return it and say fail. Okay. I thought you were going to tell me that you send in like a Gucci bag and they come back and they're like, oh, this is so not a Gucci. No, so, I don't think that's it. But okay. an interesting thing is they say that in the first half of 2024, they're going to start ramping up other categories of authentication. So I'm curious to see what those categories are going to be. What do you think? Like, 
jewelry and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I don't even know. I I understand yeah. the sneakers and the uh, the handbags thing. Maybe they'll start authentic. I don't know if they do or not, but they might start authenticating uh, sports cards or trading cards. Maybe those oh, are that's a huge market. Yeah, and I'm glad that you were go your brain went there because to me, yeah. I'm like, okay, so that means that they're going to be doing like off white t shirts and Hermes scarves. <laughs> Things like oh, that. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. That and we don't know, but it says multiple categories they're going to start doing in 2024. Yeah. Can I can I gripe for a second? Yes. Okay. So we love griping with the uh, <laughs> with with the handbag example that you just gave. Mm -hmm. I they need to roll this out to shoes because I've had uh, multiple shoes that failed authentic authentication, but mm -hmm. they were authentic. I, at least I, as far as I know, like I'll mm -hmm. I'll get a pair of shoes back from eBay that failed authenticity. And I'll send them into Check Check, which is a shoe authentication. Right, app, right. They'll say they're authentic. And as far as I know, like I've dealt with a lot of shoes, like I have a fair idea of what's mm -hmm. fake and real. They seem real. Um, my biggest guess, because eBay doesn't communicate with you whatsoever what the reason for failing the authenticity is. Um, the last one that I got in, for example, was a pair of Nike field boots, like not a not a hype sneaker by any means, just some no. field boots. Um, but they failed authenticity. They were in terrible condition. Like for example, they're in like new condition. It's probably a $200 shoe. I sold them for like 80 bucks because of how bad the condition is. They failed authenticity. I'm assuming because one boot was missing the size tag. And I didn't yep. really feel like that's something I needed to um, disclose because it doesn't really affect anything. Um, but mm -hmm. I, I mean, in that case, they could have messaged the buyer and said, Hey, the left mm -hmm. shoe's missing the size tag. Do you still want them? And I'm exactly, sure or that. like give the report and then yeah, them say yes or no. Yeah, that's I I think it's a good thing. I I um I just know with you know I don't do shoes very much, but with handbags there could be the tiniest little thing mm -hmm. that will fail. So, um, other eBay news wanted to know if either of you got the ten thousand dollar up and running grant. No. But mm -hmm. I think you had to apply for it, didn't you? Yeah, I think you well, did. I didn't apply. So. <laughs> yes, same. I didn't. Got to play to win. Andre <laughs> um, just announced, evidently, the 50 people. I think they do this every year. It's the yes. up and running grant program. You get $10,000 to use mm -hmm. like for inventory or whatever you need. You get mentorship and you get training. Mm -hmm. So they picked 50 people um, and finalists. So evidently they had some finalists also get $500 to equip themselves with tools from eBay refurbished. But I imagine that could be like cameras and thermal printers, printers things like and things like that, which the thing that I thought was most interesting about this is there's an eBay refurbished category. Yeah, right. Well, in the in the electronics, I think I knew that. I, yeah. I guess I just didn't realize that. So it's given more than $2 million in funds since it started in 2020. And so, yeah. So next year, if you're like kind of a newer um, person, and it says collectibles to fashion stores to sporting goods shops, all have been able to get this money. And so good for them. I hope somebody we know, if you I know, someone. know someone, you do. Yeah. I know someone that won the, or that got the grant, Colorado Reworn, Liz. She's oh, done it before. That's she amazing. Does. So I love that, that we know somebody then that, that got it, yeah. but they do. So it's a, a little application process. So they'll be doing again, probably in the spring again. 
but I thought it was interesting that they just gave away that money. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I think it's um, in conjunction with a company that does loans for businesses. So I imagine if you apply, you're probably going to get like spammed. <laughs> well, they might want you to open up like an eBay credit card or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> something like here you can finance your business expenses. This way. But I don't know. I didn't apply. I do think I applied. I didn't apply recently, but I, I applied one year and you're right. They keep sending you emails for like loan offers and uh, other grants outside of eBay. So uh -huh. yeah, be, expect that. But you yeah, know, I think but it's worth applying for. a chance to win $10,000 and how many yeah. people are taking the time to actually do it. So Probably you not. might have a good chance. See, and then my final news. About it. Liz yeah. even said, you should apply for it. And I'm like, oh, we're totally going to do that. Yeah, no. <laughs> Time and energy that I just, my brain is not processing. But the no. other thing is, um, in case anyone is Mercari sellers, I don't know if I talked about this. I talked about this on my channel, but I don't think on here. Um, Mercari is finally lowering their shipping, which has been a huge oh, yeah. barrier for sales over there. Up to four pounds, I think it is. You can do UPS Sure Post for $7.99. However, uh, now I I thought this was great. Oh, up to three pounds for $7.99. But I had some people message me that said it has to be these very specific measurements or under. Oh. And it was weird, like a 12 inch, the, but the maximum of one side is like four inches. So I'm going to find out more information about that because evidently an eight by six by four box yeah, I think, no, a 10 by 8 by 6 box, which is smaller than the 12 by 8 by 4 or equivalent size, was a higher rate than this other size. So I'm like, what? And number two, I don't know if it's required to put in measurements for Mercari for their shipping. So before you go changing all your listings, I'm going to find out this week the details of it for sure so that we don't end up losing money. Don't take all your time lowering, you know, changing your, your, yeah. sh your shipping on Macari yet. Let's find out some more details because that makes me leery. Anything that, oh, a, literally a tiny oh, measurement in a small box is gonna change it three or $4. That's ridiculous. Do you sell a Macari Dalton? Um, regrettably so, yes. <laughs> Um, so, so I, oh, sorry, I, I did for the longest time when I started reselling and then I stopped like two years ago yeah. and didn't sell on Mercari at all. And then like, I don't know, four months, maybe four months ago, Ethan and a couple of my other friends talked me into getting back on Mercari for the, I, I just got FOMO. I just got FOMO. Yeah. And I got back on Mercari and it's been very lackluster, but you know, it's yeah. a little, it's a few extra sales here and there. Yeah. And, and it like, is. And the shipping, I think, is a big problem for it. Yeah, I agree. I I, I'm, like, I fall under the boat since the Mercari already has low sales. I just put the priority option so I don't have to go out of my way when I go shipping. So Oh, true. I, I probably already shoot myself in the foot because I have the more expensive shipping option. Uh, but I, I, I don't like driving to FedEx if I don't have to. 
that I makes feel sense. Like there's so much pressure to be on Macari because everybody talks about it and they'll talk about their sales on it and how well they mm -hmm. do on Macari. Some people. Mm -hmm. I just, I've never even been on the site. I don't know even. Really? What, no, I've never downloaded anything. I've never needed to. If I need something, I just go to eBay. If I can't find it on eBay, I check on Poshmark. If I can't find it on either of those two places, I go to Amazon. Th that's my steps. That's how I get what I need. So I just don't What's ever interesting even that my sale of the week this week is okay. on Mercari. Okay. Well, tell me about your sale. What did you sell on Mercari? <laughs> on Mercari, I now this is listed on Poshmark and eBay as well. And um, Dalton, are you doing Vendu for your cross listing? Yes, I am. Yeah. Oh, we know Vendu's that. The best. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I was like, mm, are we going to have to like have uh, no, some we, words? No. We no. knew that he was on Vendu because he's going to be a speaker at their event. That's right. Yes. I forgot about that. He's so a, if you, you know, got your tickets yet to the little Vendu event at the end of October, you can go over to Vendu.co, C-O, and in their link there, there is, it's a virtual event. It's nine bucks. So it should be good. Um, anyways, my sale of the week is I got this, you know, the good ice from Sonic and oh, yes. you know, I have one of those nugget ice makers. I got it for free and I got it for free because I do, um, Amazon influencer videos. So people send me stuff for free and I'd make a video that promotes their item and it goes on to Amazon. So, um, it was a $200, um, nugget ice maker and i sold it on mercari for 115 dollars plus shipping so i was like yay that is pretty good nice. yeah that was a pretty good sale for me dalton do you have a sale of the week i can go next okay. um, <laughs> i i just two days ago sold a pair of nike dunk hidden wedges um for those of you who don't know the hidden wedges like they look like sneakers but there is a a wedged heel and um, they, they go for good money in most models. And Nike Dunks are a very popular model all around lately. So keep an eye out for both of those. But when right. they're combined, I sold a pair for $120 plus shipping. Nice. That's pretty good, right? What did you pick them up for? I I think they were $14.99 or $19.99. One of the two. Nice. One of the two. That's pretty yep. good. I... um. I haven't had my store on this week because I'm traveling <laughs> and it is off until November 15th. So, but the, the last week that I had it open, I sold a pair of lems. Do you know what those are? I know Dalton knows what those are, but they're a pair of boots and this lems brand is kind of trendy and it's kind of cute and it's very Colorado in my opinion. Ah. And they sold a price sale for $68.99. Nice. And nice. You guys know that everything I get is at the bins. Almost everything I get is at the bins. So I paid a dollar thirty-seven. Wow. So Dalton, yeah. what is your average buy cost? Um, I haven't really calculated it in a while because I, I, there's a running joke on our, our podcast that I am a terrible not a terrible resell i just i hate spreadsheets and like yeah. i don't really need a spreadsheet <laughs> you know? um so i don't really look into it but i i believe it's around 13 dollars. okay oh my gosh. see i am like terrified of that <laughs> i am so cheap my stuff is like two dollars and under is my average <laughs> buy cost i you know 
Um, yeah. I give you a lot of credit for putting that much into it, but I'm like, it would be devastating for me to have that kind of number. <laughs> <laughs> it does feel big to to us because we're because we're just so cheap. cheap. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. no other word. Cheap yeah. is the yeah. word. <laughs> yeah. Well, so sale of the week is brought to you by my reseller Jeannie. <laughs> I love my reseller genie that people who do consignment, whether you're doing it for friends or um, let's face it, when you're a reseller, everyone, you know, wants you to sell their stuff. And if you want to keep track of it accurately and be able to account for actual fees and how much you owe them and what your buy cost is, they have a great <laughs> great new system in place with my reseller genie. So I love that about them. I haven't done consignment for 20 years because Lord, it's a pain for me. I don't like it. Yeah. I but think there's a people that's their business profile. So it's cool that there's that option for them. So code use code the pod in order to get a discount. So 15% off your first month. We have a um, question that I put out on our Instagram page every Every Monday, I put it out there and say, ask us a question. And we had one question come in and it was ironic that, I mean, we we hadn't really said that you're going to be our guest, but. Ask Angie and Kristen. Yeah, the, um, the question is, how do you deal with stinky shoes? They bought a <laughs> pair of shoes, bought a pair of shoes, and they, I guess, are stinky. Do you have any tips? Stinky shoe tips. All right. Number one, just toss them in the washing machine. I think the people are afraid to wash shoes and it's like, I, I, I throw so many shoes in the washing machine. Just uh, make sure you wash it on cold and you don't put it in the dryer. Um, okay. But okay. other than that, you can just use like regular laundry detergent. But if that doesn't work and it's like a cigarette smell or mm -hmm. um, another smell that really cakes in and you can't really get it out. If you put coffee beans, whole coffee beans into a sock, and then stuff the sock with the or stuff the shoe with that sock and just let it sit for a day or two. Smells gone. Really? Does it smell like coffee though? Uh, the, the coffee smell fades. It'll the coffee smell will go away. Um, but it's had a hundred percent success rate with cigarette smell, which is like the one thing that nobody oh, can worst. seem to get out of anything. Yeah. Yeah, that is the worst. <laughs> okay, I have right found down. great shoes before, and I just I a lot of times I'll throw them back because I'm like. If they smell like smoke that bad, I'm not even going to try. You can't air those things out over mm -hmm. a summer and get rid mm -hmm. of that smoke smell sometimes, especially that of leather. Yeah, I, I ordered a pair of shoes on um, on Whatnot a while mm -hmm. ago, and they came smelling like cigarettes. And I, I'm telling you, I tried everything. I sat them outside for so long, sprayed them with Febreze, sprayed them with vodka. Apparently vodka is a good I've like that too. smell re remover. Um, I put them in a paper bag and put them in my freezer. freezer. <laughs> and there you go. Nothing works except for the coffee beans. Uh, I think Hustle and Hooks is, DM'd me and they they told me about this trick and it, it's the only thing that works for me. So just in a sock and then put it in there. In a sock and in the shoe. Yep. Huh. I had well, heard I that. will definitely be using that one. That's great. <laughs> I had heard that newspaper can get like a lot of those smells out mm -hmm. too. Like, but you got to leave it in there for kind of a mm -hmm. long time. And then yeah. the newspaper starts to sink, it stink, and yeah. then it just goes back into the shoe. So mm -hmm. coffee beans, good tip. Thank you so much. I'm <laughs> glad that you did. So that was, uh, that was our segment. Let's 
ask Angie and Kristen. What was our segment? I forgot. What are we doing? <laughs> it's How Tuesday. About, yeah. And that's yeah. brought to you by our friends over at Jaden's. If you need a wireless thermal printer and don't want to pay as much as a Rolo, go check out Jaden's and you can get how much off? 20%? 15%. Oh, my bad. 15%. I'm not paying you the extra 5%. 15% off, <laughs> but they have labels and everything. So yep. we have cute little pink wireless thermal printers and they work great. And they're mm -hmm. way cheaper than a Rolo. Way cheaper. They have black ones too, but I don't know. The black ones cost a little more than just the plain cute little pink ones. And they've got Tiffany Not blue the same ones. Thing. I know, I know. The, but the pink ones are cheaper than the black ones. And they have Tiffany blue. So. Nice. Yay, get your printer. Um, did you, you didn't go to reseller rally, did you Dalton? Mm -mm, I didn't. No, I didn't either. And I am having a little bit of FOMO again. <laughs> looks like I have fun. I know everybody looks like they're having the best time. You did go to um, FlipCon. I did, yes. Again, having FOMO. <laughs> it looked like so much fun. But um, you, are you coming to the uh, Boss Reseller Remix? I don't know. When is that? Is that this year or is that next it year? Is. <laughs> it's in it two is. weeks. It's in two weeks? Oh, no. It's over in Vegas, isn't it? Yeah. It is. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't make it over there. I wish. I think I'm so excited about it. I'm starting to get a little bit nervous. We're speaking there. I know you're speaking. Oh, at yeah. I, I did see that. It's awesome. Yeah. But I'm starting to go. <laughs> I'm starting to, I'm starting to fret a little bit about it. Yeah. So. Luckily the Vindu one's virtual, but I still, I, I have no idea what I'm going to talk about. I'm just hoping that once the, once I get on stage, it'll just come to me. Yeah. I'm a <laughs> shoot from the hip sort of girl too. <laughs> they, um, Boss, we're speaking of boss reseller. So uh, they said, hey, you need to have your PowerPoint in. Mm. Like, what is it in four days? <laughs> we're going to try. Like, what? I'm, I'm, we're going to try real hard. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of being nervous. Okay. Tell us about getting engaged. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a feeling that's where we we're going. Um, yeah. Nervous. Were it you was, really was nervous? Of course. I I mean, the guy's got the hard part. I I froze. I didn't say anything for a second. I was like, wait, I have to say something here, don't I? <laughs> yeah, that's so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And it uh it it I talked about this on our on on the podcast. I went through the whole story, but like the day, like I had a I had a plan in mind and I had a backup plan in mind, and <laughs> both of those plans like fell through. Oh, so no. I just had to wing it. And it was, it was tough. We were on a road trip to, uh, see my family and we were going to, we stopped in the Ozarks at a couple different places and long story short, it was just not, not great places. So we yeah. went to, um, we were driving through Tulsa, Oklahoma to get to where my parents live and they have a park downtown, like Memorial park or something like that. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's it's, it's pretty, you know, they'll, it'll be a good photo op. And we get there and I'm telling you, I didn't realize Tulsa had such a homeless population. Like, oh no, we're, we're walking around it and I'm just like, there's nowhere without having somebody in the background. And yes, finally, person. finally we get to like the spot and yeah, it was very nerve wracking. Oh, well, the, the pictures look great. You must've had somebody with you to take the pictures. Oh, of course not. No. Oh, you just yeah, handed we, it to the homeless guy and said, here, yeah, take a photo. Hey, hey, sir, um, I'll give you a dollar if you take a <laughs> No, um, I, um, we've, we walked over there. I think she knew it was coming. 
Um, but I, I was just like, Hey, this is a pretty, pretty view. Let's take a pic. And so she, uh, propped her phone up on a rock or something and just took a Aww. video. Cause I mean, that's, that's, that's every time we take a picture, it's always a video and then you will just like find the best screen grab. Yeah. yeah. So we did that and that's how it went down. Oh, that's so sweet. When we saw the Instagram, both of us, like within seconds of seeing it, we were like, oh my gosh, did you see? Oh my God. It was so cute. We love stuff like that. You know, though, the, because of the way the community is, the reselling yeah. community, I think everybody was like, felt felt for you like oh my gosh our friends yeah of <laughs> course engaged. Yeah. that yeah. was so super exciting and adorable so we're we're just elated for you oh, I appreciate so are it. you thinking of a date already or are you kind of just going to be engaged for a while or um yeah we're trying to get it figured out um yeah i mean I it's a lot <laughs> yeah it, it, it is i think it's gonna be like next fall and it's oh, probably good. going to be in like the nashville area Oh, wow. Nice. So I love did, that. did your family know that this was going to happen before you got to their house? No. Mm -mm. Okay. Oh, yeah. so you got to surprise them as soon as you got the, back? Yep. yep. Just a little surprise when I got home. I and love that. Did her family know that you were thinking about this? Uh, her dad did. That's it. That's You yeah. asked the dad? I, I mean, I felt like that was what I'm supposed to do. Yes, that's what you're <laughs> supposed that. to do. Yeah, we, we love, love that it. so much. <laughs> We're both just like, oh my gosh, we could eat this. This is so great. Yes, <laughs> that's perfect. We love that. He's like, that's what I'm supposed to do. Yep. Exactly. Yep. exactly. But cool. anybody watching, if you want to get engaged to my daughters, <laughs> not their dad. Message me. Right <laughs> In case you're watching. <laughs> Now taking applications. Is that what you're saying? No, applications already in. Now he just needs to get oh. the approval still. Oh, but. <laughs> so Kristen, I want to, um, I think it's a good time for you to do your snack. <laughs> wow. I matched that graphic a little bit. <laughs> because you're like, oh, I could eat this up. You're like, oh, so let's do snack yeah. time. <laughs> good snack time. Okay, this one is kind of special because while I was at Junk Stock this last weekend, Leslie Gould, who came to see me last year, Leslie, Leslie came to see me this year and wanted Aww. to make sure that we had snack time. So she brought these for me for snack time. Okay, what is it? This is, I thought it was like a Chex Mix. It looks kind of like it is Chex Mix, right? But is it covered with chocolate or something? It's homemade and it's got like uh it like caramel corn kind of stuff that Ooh. you put on top of it. And we she put us three bags. It was a restraint to keep to not this. eat this one. Oh my gosh, yes, because I always feel like I need to show it to you to to make sure that it's like a visual. Some a visual. And if yeah. you're listening, sorry if you if you listen to the podcast come on over and just check out and so show you what I'm I, it kind of looks like a Chex mix with a light coating mm -hmm. over it yeah That's but it has caramel, okay caramel, pretzels whatever it's got pretzels Fritos cashews and then um the Chex the mix. mix stuff right so it's that sweet and salty at the same time which is the best thing ever the best thing and I told Leslie Later, I messaged her and said, uh, need the recipe because this is good. And 
I will share it with everybody in the Facebook group. Good. Um, so that you can get the recipe too, because it is uh, super yummy. And I guess what's kind of cool is like, this is the kind of time of year that a lot of people I was are just going to say that. That's yeah. a great thing like to take with you if you're going to a little party or whatever. It's a great snack to share. Absolutely. And um, I think that it's not the traditional everyday Chex Mix. It's something just a little bit different. So, okay, well, try it and you got to rate it. Oh, I've already given it a 10. I'm giving well, it a 10. Like, Leslie, no matter what, she's giving it a 10. <laughs> no, I've had it. I would give you a 10 anyway, because this is good. It is sweet really good. Salty is my favorite kind of thing. Like you love chocolate. I love the sweet and salty. So that yes. was right up my alley. It's so good. We ate it like the whole two days that we were at Junk Stock. And it was perfect because sometimes we can't get away because we're so busy. Yeah. Or if we do get a lull, we just want to sit for just okay. a second because we're on our feet the whole time. So it was great to just sort of munch on it a little bit. That is so Anyway, great uh, snack. And I will put the recipe out there so that everybody can have it. Awesome. You. Hey, every week we like to do a um, lifting up and shouting out of someone in the community that may not have big social media. So here's ours for Destiny. <laughs> Destiny is so cute. She does have this great social media presence on Instagram. I have followed her. Her her YouTube is adorable. You definitely need to check her out. She came to us for, as a reference from somebody yep. that watches the Actually, show, so yep. watches the podcast. So thank you so much for sending us people that you know are good resellers out there that have um, enough information that they want to share with us. That That's so awesome. So yeah, you don't have to have a big YouTube. You don't really have no. to have a big Instagram. As long as somebody is providing good information, that's what we want to share with other people. So make sure, please go follow her. We'll have her links below. Obviously we're going to have Dalton's links below, but I'm yeah. sure all of you are already following him. But if not, all that will be below and let them all know that let's do lunch sent you. Yeah. Dalton. Eh, I don't know if anybody's really following. I, honestly, me please just don't. <laughs> <laughs> I happen to use the famous Dalton shoe trees Oh, because mm -hmm. I got them last year at FlipCon mm -hmm. and then we actually ordered a second pair. So um, mm -hmm. I want to know the process, number one, and kind of how you decided to do that. And it's kind of what do they call it the um, private label product? How does yeah. that work? How does how do you like go from idea to like getting it and then putting that kind of money out again cheap here? Yeah. So investing that kind of stuff. I want to hear the the process of that. Um, it's definitely it's definitely one of those leaps. Trust me, because it's it's an investment because it's there's no way to do private label. Yeah, I. I knew I wanted some kind of merch because at the time I don't think, I don't think my YouTube was monetized and none of the other platforms were uh, paying creators anything. Mm. And I knew with the amount of time and effort I was putting into it, um, I needed something, you know what I mean? And I didn't want to do a, a t-shirt with my face on it and I didn't want to sell a course. So I thought, what could people use? And I mean, shoe trees just kind of, 
I mean, it, it just seemed like the obvious choice to me, just because of like the questions and interactions that I get. People are always asking what they are when they see like I post a comp and there's a shoe tree in my shoe. And um, people ask about them all the time. It seemed simple, uh, not nearly as simple as I thought it was going to be um, because- Oh, really? Okay. There, first off, there's a lot of competition and mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of companies that, like, you know how companies have like loss leaders like yep. they sell something for a loss to get you in the door to buy other products. Um, yes. There's, I feel like there's other companies that sell other shoe products that use their shoe trees as a loss leader. Oh. Um, so it's hard to compete. Um, it's hard. It's, it's thin margins, but it's good enough margins for it to make sense. But to get them in my hands, I had to contact a bunch of distributors. I, I wish I could find one in America. Um, but yeah, it's, impos it's impossible. It, it's yeah. impossible. Especially if I want to sell them at the price point where that makes sense. Exactly. Um, so it's contacting people in China and having them send an, send a, uh, example or, a whatever, an example. Prototype. And, yep. Yeah. Prototype. That's what I'm looking for. And it's a lot of trial and error because I wanted, since I'm charging it, I wouldn't say I'm charging a premium price, but it's just over what the other people are charging it needs to be the best shoe tree on the market. It can't be like the Ikea ones that break after 20 uses. It's got to last. So it, they sent me a bunch of stuff that I just wasn't happy with. And I'm telling you, it's like a month shipping time for each one. Uh, and then finally, finally landed on the one that I liked. And um, it was a lot of money. <laughs> it was a lot of money. But I will say that I've sold through probably two thirds of them. And Good. I think that I made back my initial investment after like a little over one third of the entire purchase. Good. So it's, Good. it's been very um, like it, it was worth the investment and worth the headache. Um, but it's definitely something that if you're going to do, you're going to get into private label and you're not doing it like on Amazon where you're just shipping it FBA. Um, make sure that it's something that you want to do long-term because I, I still got to sell through all these things and I can't just like, if I stop putting out content, I'm not going to sell another one. So it's like, it's, it's mm -hmm. a bit, it's its own. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. It sounds like it's a time investment too. You're shipping things back and forth several different times. To yeah. Make happen. Yep. The, I mean the upfront, it was a, like, luckily I didn't really invest my money into anything. So it was really just like a waiting game mm -hmm. and the, I didn't have to ship anything back that I didn't like. And most of the places, ship you samples for free um some of them you have to pay shipping for but it, it's usually a cheap investment to get the um the prototypes in but it is a very long process getting them shipped to you and then communicating because especially in china since during the like business hours here they're asleep there so it's like one message yeah. per day yeah. for sure the, and I, I think i've asked you about this before too is this the only kind of shoe tree that you use? Because what do you do about those sandals that wrap up your, your ankles? How do you, yeah. how do you uh, do these that? are So I don't sell a lot of sandals like that. Um, these are the only shoe trees that, I mean, I do have like the little clear plastic things um, that I put inside the sandals when I sell those. Um, I actually have gotten some from a supplier to try to add that to the, you know, my catalog, mm -hmm. I guess. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm not in love with them because the clear plastic ones break really easily. And so I had one manufacturer send me a metal 
sandal tree to see and i wanted to see if like maybe if you get metal it'll you know last longer it'll be more of a worthwhile investment and i just i i, I wasn't crazy about them because they bend into place and they just get kind of i don't know i didn't love them i didn't want to put my name on it if that makes sense i understand and it, yeah. especially whenever you're, you're putting your name on it that is a big difference yeah. it's, it's one thing if you're going to be using it as part of your business and i do i use the shoe trees i think they're awesome and uh I think everybody should get some because they do. It's hard to find some that do the job. Yeah. 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 Um, do you ever, I mean, I only source at the bins and I get all my shoes at the bins and that's the first place I go when I go to the bins, mm -hmm. but you, you don't do that as much. You're, you're mostly like re retail thrift stores, correct? Yeah. Uh, the bins in my area just aren't, uh, aren't fruitful enough to make me want to invest the time into going to them. Um, because kind of competitive too, aren't they? Yeah. There's a lot of, um, the flea market sellers that sell, mm -hmm. um, mainly shoes at the flea market. I feel like that that's their, their best thing. Um, and there's just like a whole, I mean, you go to Ben's, there's like a whole organization of them. Like there's like the, the one that's in charge and then they send everybody out and then they just pull everything into a bag and then they sort through it later. Oh, mine don't do that. Oh, they don't let you do that. They don't do that at my at my bins. And most of the bins that I've been to, they haven't been, they don't let them do that. So I, I think mean, it might be an anomaly. They, I, <laughs> I think it might, I mean, it could just be Florida thing, but um, they, the, the bins locations try to make rules to stop it, but there's always a workaround. Like you used to be not be able, you used to be able to take your cart up to the bin, um, yeah. but they stopped that. Now, now they just bring like big, uh, laundry baskets or, or something. Yeah, laundry them. baskets or I don't even think you can bring laundry baskets. They have to have like a like a a sack or something. Like and an IKEA can, bag or something. Yeah, something like an IKEA bag. And I mean, that is the the main hurdle is that they're getting most of the stuff, but they also aren't getting great stuff. If that makes sense. Like I go to the flea market every now and then, and I see what they're selling. Of course, they get some good stuff, but even if I was the only person going to the bins looking for shoes, I don't think I'd get the type of stuff that I'd want to sell. I think that that's a good thing about my buy cost is I can be a lot more selective and not pick up things that are too dirty or take too much work. Um, I think yeah. that if I was doing the bins route, especially with how um, I, I feel like good, Goodwills in Florida, especially are sorting through the inventory a lot better. And they're making sure that the good stuff is going to certain stores and, or going online. So the stuff that ends I up at the that bins, here too. Yes. the stuff that ends up the bins, I think I just get burnt out. Dealing yeah. With it. I, I understand that. I see that a lot too. I do think that they are filtering things a whole lot more than they used to. Yeah. But I mean, we still found, I was at the brand new Denver bins a couple of weeks ago when it brand new opened that day. Mm -hmm. They told us it was unsorted. I don't think it was unsorted. Although yeah. there, somebody found a pair of Gucci loafers in there. So nice. really? Yeah. You primarily focus on sneakers and, and mostly, don't you? Not so many uh, little flats and loafers. and. Yeah. Because I feel like with sneakers, um, it's more... There's more brand awareness with sneakers, um, with like sandals and flats um, and a lot of women's shoes, excluding sneakers. There's not much branding on them. So I feel like there's always cheaper options at like Target or places like that where you can get um, if you don't really care about the brand. So I, I just feel like the resale market on 
sandals and that stuff. Well, there are some that do really well. Don't get me wrong, but the majority of them don't sell for the price point that I need to get since I'm paying so much. Um, but with sneakers, since the logo is always on the outside, there's, there's always going to be a market for them. So if you found a pair of really great heels, mm -hmm. would you still pick them up? I'm, I'm, I, I'm not super educated with heels. Like there's a handful, <laughs> there's, there's a handful that I, of brands that I know. Um, I can't even think of it a off the top of my head. A pair of red bottom shoes. You probably yeah, have. of course. And actually <laughs> one of the most uh, expensive shoes that I've ever sold was a pair of, uh, I can't even think of what they're called. Aqua. Oh, Aquafina. No, not Aquafina. That's your chapstick. It's not Aquatalia. It's not Aquatalia. It's, I, I, I don't know, but they're, they're like a, a bridal make shoe. Me look it up. Yeah. It's like a bridal shoe. Um, I sold them for like $350. So like if I'm seeing something oh, that's like high quality, I'll look it up, cool. but that's, that's like super rare. Yeah. I, I, I think that whenever, maybe that's why I'm different whenever we go to bins or, or, or even just a regular thrift store. I don't, I don't hardly ever pick up sneakers. I'm I don't because I'm too lazy to clean them. Uh, I I'll clean them, but I won't. I don't I clean them the way Dalton would or like Reezy would. I I'm, I'm yeah, I don't really I don't really clean like a lot of my, my I mean I do clean the shoes, but I don't really pick up stuff that needs too much cleaning. I'm to the point where if if it's too dirty that the washing machine won't clean it, or mm -hmm. just like thirty seconds of me just picking rocks out of the sole and wiping it down yeah. with a magic eraser. If it's more than that, I'm leaving it behind. I don't pick out the rocks. I just don't have. I don't think my area has enough um, good inventory. It, mm. You know, even if I went to every thrift store every day, there's just not enough really good quality shoes here in my area. But where you're at, Dalton, I'm sure it's, you know, it's a nicer yeah. area than where I yeah. live. Well, yeah. I'm sure he's noticed like when you drove, you know, through the Ozarks and, and, Tulsa and stuff like that. There's different kinds of shoes in different kinds of regions. True. So, like you guys probably find sandals, great sandals, all the time. I rarely do I get to find sandals. Most of the time, I'm finding great boots because Colorado's got you know more snow than you guys have. Yeah. So better hiking boots. I find hiking boots almost every time I go. I would bet in Tulsa you could probably find better cowboy boots or like farm boots than I can find too. So yeah, I think you just, it's better to sell what you can get in your area. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah. Agreed. The heel brand was Aquazura, by the way. Oh, I, don't oh, even know that I would not have known that brand. I don't know that one either. How much did you sell that for? Uh, 350. <gasps> wow. I, they had like a third, the reason that they caught my eye is because they were like very, like they had like, crystal like and like embellishments on it they looked like a really nice like bridal shoe and i looked them up and they retail for like thirteen hundred dollars wow i had them forever though I, they took forever yeah. to sell i've had some bridal shoes that have taken forever too that were like a vera wang wedding mm -hmm. purple label everything it had all of the the marks that you want it to have Mm -hmm. And it, it took but it's so specific. three or four years. Yeah. 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 You need that perfect buyer for it. Size six and a half, too little. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you just find some off-white sneakers, though? I did. I did. So jealous. That is <laughs> so amazing. 
they okay so they they were at the thrift store for two weeks because they wanted two or they didn't want 200 they wanted 120 dollars which i the first time they brought them out when i the first day that i saw them on the floor i debated it for so long because yeah. like even if i sold them for 200 dollars, that would be like a 60 dollar profit and that's more than what my average sell profit is yeah so I, I thought about it but i was like ah, i'll just see if they get to half off and they made it to half off so i got them for 60 bucks that's amazing. Nice. Yeah. And I, I listed them for 250. So we'll see. Did you run them through check check? Uh, I haven't, but okay. I've just compared to, I found the model online, obviously checked everything. And like, there's, there's no, like the stitching's perfect. All of the, the logos on there look good. I brought mm -hmm. them up, like I got them listed and I brought them back up here to run them through an authentication service just to be certain, but right. I haven't gone through it yet. Will you have to run those through? Will you have to send them to eBay for authentication whenever they sell? Yeah, I will. Because of the brand or because of the style or both with those? Both. I mean, anything off-white is going to get sent to authentication. Oh, okay. So those Dalton, are, are you um, promoting for your sneakers? On eBay? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I do the, um, uh, what's it called? The dynamic ad rate where you it just do. takes the... It just changes. Yeah, it... It changes depending on what eBay recommends, but I have it capped at 6%. So like if eBay recommends something at 10%, it's only going to do six. Yeah. Cause clothes, sometimes they're recommending up to like 15% now. Yeah. Which I mean, then, then you're paying almost 30% in fees, which is insane. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I also have been using the promoted closet on Poshmark, but it's more of a, there, theirs is more like uh, Google ads in the sense that you're paying per for click. impression or paying per click. Mm -hmm. And it, you know, it, it's so far been good. I think it tax on an extra 10% fee. I think that for like for every $10 I spend, I get a hundred dollars in sales. Um, so, you know, it's, it's not like something that I think is super necessary, but mm -hmm. it's just extra sales, you know? Is that your primary platform Poshmark or is eBay your primary platform? eBay's the primary. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I guess I do have a lot of questions with eBay, with Poshmark, but I, I have so many questions that I guess I don't even know what the questions are because I don't <laughs> use it that much. It just to me makes me nervous. I have one Poshmark sale a week and stuff, but I don't try very hard, but you use a sharing service and, mm -hmm. and, and all that kind of stuff. Don't you? Yeah, I do. Do you use the flip for a sharing service? No, I use one shop. Um, I, I don't. So I, I think that they stopped doing sharing. Don't, oh. don't quote me on this. I'm but Carly got an email that something along the lines of, um, I, I, I think they're not doing sharing service anymore. And if you already use it, you can keep using it. I don't know. You can go to one shop's website and find out yourself, but yeah. I prefer them even though they're $45 a month uh, because it is, completely automated like a lot of the other sharing services you have to have your computer running and you need to like babysit it um but i if i'm too sporadic i'd never remember to do that so see for me i use flip but every morning i just get up i put on poshmark and i mm. put on flip and it just then runs throughout the whole day and at the end of the night i just close it down yeah. it's just become a habit and I would much rather do that than pay forty five dollars. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get it. I don't blame you. I just 
I just know myself and I know that if I, there'd be days that I'd, I'd hit like 3 PM and I'm like, Oh crap, I haven't shared anything or I'd uh, yeah. go out of town for the weekend and I don't make any sales because my computer, you know? Yeah. I think that that's the position I'm in because Angie's very diligent about doing stuff like that, but I don't get mm -hmm. up and turn my computer on right away. Mm -hmm. I go do a whole bunch of other things. And then like you said, three o'clock and you're like, Oh, I guess I should do something today. And yeah. well, I guess for, for people who even want to try to get a boost and maybe, yeah, like they're not as diligent, it would still be a great thing because it's free mm -hmm. to set it up for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you know, on the weekends, maybe in the, even in the evenings or whatever. So it will share all the things that people liked or, or it will um, give offers for all the things that people liked throughout the week when they're more likely to be home looking at their computers and stuff. So, I mean, it does have some really good features for free. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. I need to try a little bit harder with it. Cause I don't know, like we talked about this before where somebody makes a bundle and there's only one thing in the bundle for the longest time. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Why would you bundle just one thing? That doesn't make any sense to me. So I would just leave it out there. Like, all right, I'll wait for you to put something in your bundle. <laughs> I didn't know that they were prompting me. I had no idea. I just don't know how to play the game over yeah. there. Well. I, I'll be honest. I don't really play the game that much either. I, I don't pay attention to when things are bundled. Uh, I mean, the share service that I have has like the auto offers and like all that kind of stuff. I let it do that. But I only, I rarely even answer questions if we're being honest, because I know, I'm, I'm sure you guys know. I don't. Yeah, there's no, like most people that are asking questions aren't buying anything anyway, so. Somebody just sent me while we were sitting here. Oh, so I have a little plush. Okay, he's only, I'm only asking like $8 for him, mm -hmm. plus $5 shipping or something like that. They're like, will you ship it for $7, including shipping? I'm like, I can't even pay the shipping and the fees for that. Mm -hmm. What yeah. is wrong with you? You know, yeah. so that, they didn't, they got no engagement from you. <laughs> Um, so speaking of playing the games, what about whatnot? I, I went to one of your whatnot shoe ones and mm -hmm. basically you got your booty handed to you on that one. I think that was like early days. What was I selling? Shoes. I mean, like, uh, <laughs> sorry. Okay. So uh, aren't you paying uh, attention? That's what you sell. <laughs> I'll, I'll run through my experience with whatnot. Um, I, when it, when I first got on it, I would do bigger streams where I'd sell like 50 to hundred pairs of shoes. And I'd say they went, they went fine. I probably, I mean, I definitely could have made a lot more money selling them individually. Mm -hmm. You guys know how it works, but, um, I, I just don't think I get good enough inventory fast enough Yeah. Uh, at thrift stores to sell used. And then the used shoe market on whatnot kind of fell off a little bit. I think it might be because like I was probably selling mostly to either resellers or followers. And I think mm -hmm. that the resellers kind of realized mm -hmm. that with shipping and everything, there wasn't really much profit. And then the followers, you know, there's only so much you can sell to them. Right. Um, exactly. And then I tried selling new shoes. Um, but I, I just don't think that, I think if I, if you do a whatnot show properly, like, like Renzi does it, they have like full size runs of several different models. I just didn't feel, I, I didn't think that it was a smart investment to invest thousands of dollars into the inventory. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. And I'm just, I think that live streaming for me is 
too daunting, I guess, because I've tried to do live shows on YouTube. I always fall off. I live stream on Twitch and it's so sporadic and it's just I can't stay consistent with live streaming. So I just uh, I just accepted the fact that whatnot, at least for now, is not what I'm going for. Yeah, you have to be able to get the inventory so mm. inexpensively. And, you know, Ray Nashville Flipper, he does amazing. He does electronics. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of stuff because I do um, I do videos for brands. So I get a lot of stuff like for free. But my problem is I don't want to start everything at a dollar. Mm -hmm. And then I'm, I end up selling stuff for eight bucks when mm. I could put it on eBay for 50 or 60 I don't know. I just, yeah. I know I got it for free, but it's still like the value is so much more. That, Again, you know, though, I think there's the pressure and the hype mm -hmm. among resellers in general and on social media that that's the place to be and that's where it's going to happen. And maybe just, someday that's an option, but if it's just not your thing, then I don't think it's, I don't think that you should worry about having that pressure to force yourself to do something that you just don't feel like is, your your niche, your thing, your your where you're gonna shine. So it's yeah, okay. I, I, tried, I tried it, and I'm just I just don't love it. I'll, I'll be honest though, Dalton. When you did that ASMR, whenever we just sat there and watched you take pictures of shoes, mm -hmm. I <laughs> loved that. I yeah. don't know why, but I could sit there. I <laughs> I wasn't getting any work done, but I loved watching you take pictures <laughs> of shoes. So that's a, that's a perfect example of the live streaming thing because I have a whole separate YouTube channel called Listing with Dalton. Yeah. And I would just go live on Twitch and just do like work with me sessions where like while I'm working, I wouldn't talk, but I'd just be recording it. And then like after I got all my listings done, I'd just chit chat with the chat. And like it's it's super niche. Like there's only like yes. a small percent of people percentage of people that want to watch it. But I just I fell off because it's live streaming and I, you know. Yeah. I, and I'm not on Twitch, so I didn't get to see any of that. Well, kind of stuff. I, I'd record them and then upload the recording to YouTube. Oh, I see. As like, oh, okay. a, as like a, you can, the reason I got that idea is because every now and then I'll throw on like a, on YouTube, there's a whole genre of study with me. Like, yes. Yes. Was that. She loved that. And I, I, I don't study anything. I'm not in school, but I like throwing it on and, you know, somebody's, you know, working and then like, it's kind of motivating because you're working and if you get like kind of lazy, you'll look over and this person's still working. So you're it's like, like you right. have a coworker. It's nice to yeah. like feel like you're not alone in it. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I tried, but I, you know, it's just one of those things I fell off of. Oh no, that was my same. Favorite. I'm the same kind of way. I just can't. Yeah. Then and after I, I watched it for a while, I was like, ah, I can chat. Now, is he going to pay attention? Probably not. But I was like, oh my gosh, how many of these things is he going to do? <laughs> it was it was fun. I wish you would do that again. That was really cool. So Yeah. That's awesome. So what have you got coming up? What's going on for you next? What is going on for me next? Um, tomorrow, I am driving down to Joey Bada Bing and we oh. are going thrifting. Um, I think there will be a YouTube video. I don't know. But he just found it. I don't know if a new thrift store opened or if he just found one, but he was like, dude, you got to come check out the shoes. You know how Joey is. He's just yeah. excited and pumped. And yeah, so we're going, I'm going down there. Uh, he's like two and a half, three hours away. So it's going to be an early morning. But oh, yeah. Outside of that, um, a, a whole lot of just normal stuff. We just finished up with all of the traveling. We went to see my family and then we went to eBay Open and FlipCon and. I guess the rest of the year until Christmas time is just working. Working, so yeah. When do you put out videos on dealing with Dalton? 
So I have been, there's actually a shift this month. Well, since FlipCon, because mm-hmm. I talked to a lot of people that do short form content mm-hmm. and yes. um, it just opened my eyes to the, uh, the, how much money is to be made in short form content. So I've been putting a lot of focus into that and putting out at least five um, like minute long videos per week on TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, and then on YouTube long form, at least one video a week. Right now I'm doing a week in the live series. So there will be a video every single day for the next seven days. Um, Today's day two. Nice. I'm posting videos all the time. (laughs) Wait, Dalton, do you have a separate shorts channel? Nope. I, I, right on your, yeah, I don't really see the, I think the people that want a separate shorts channel, um, it really just hedges against inflating your subscriber number because I will say that it's kind of not demotivating, but it's, it's easy to play the comparison game. Like for me, for example, um, I've got 42,000 subscribers on YouTube and most of that's coming from short form content. So I post a long form, con- a long form video, I'll get like five, four or 5,000 views, which is great. But then looking at yeah. someone who doesn't post shorts, who has 20,000 subscribers and gets more views than me, it's kind of like, what am I doing wrong? But I, I've kind of gotten over that. It's, it's more so my, my theory now is more so just post as much as I can and it's all the same type of content. Like my short form content and my long form content are the same genre. So if someone finds me through short form and they make it over to long form, great. If they only watch my shorts, great. Okay, exactly. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. And um, we've we heard both sides, like arguments yeah. for both sides. So I don't know what's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that it just it also depends on what you have time for, what you like, what you enjoy. Cause if you don't like making the short form, you're not mm-hmm. going to do well making short. Yeah. Yeah. Having a following sure. short form. So yeah. When do you, when do your podcasts come out? Um, they're supposed to be every Wednesday, but you know, I, <laughs> they, they're usually around the Wednesday day every week. <laughs> Wednesday ish. Okay. Wednesday ish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Angie and I are both doing Vlogtober. So okay. we're on day three okay. of, of putting out a video every single every day. Single day. Every single day. And you guys are recording and editing and everything one day? We, I mean, every day. Oh, man. For October. And not to mention. 31 days of content. Yeah. Days. Plus, trying to keep up with like normal, everyday, regular stuff. Yep. And there's just, there's a lot of stuff. So it's, we'll let you know whether or not we make it through all (laughs) October, but so far that's what we're doing. So yeah, that's, that's what's happening. We're going to try our best. That's all (laughs) we could say. (laughs) I'm going to say, I'm only doing the Vlogtober. Angie, are you putting in additional like regular videos in addition to the Vlogtober? We're just doing Vlogtober. It's just so it's once a day at minimum regular content. Okay. And then you could do shorts, but it has to be like regular video every day. Okay. Oh, you can do shorts? Because I, I mean, mean, I'm in. Oh, I, I, you want to vlogtober with us and do shorts, then you Yeah, can, you could join. I'll do we'll shorts on our list. <laughs> yeah, vlogtober. We'll add it to the list. We'll, we'll, yep. we'll tag you as well. Then I'm so far, I'm good. I, I've posted okay. every day. Okay, here's one every day. That's awesome. Well, I've got mine set for the next... Uh, I've got three more and I'm, I'm ahead three. I literally oh, okay. don't even have a video for today. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing that next. Yeah. 
<laughs> we're really grateful that you came to hang out with us and that um, we could pick your brain a little bit and, you know, learn more about you and especially about, you know, your engagement thing because I couldn't I wait to ask that. <laughs> That's the only reason we invited you. No, yeah, I, I figured. I appreciate it nonetheless. <laughs> anyway, do you know the most important thing about hanging out about our podcast? You're going to have to tell me. I'm sorry. You can sit with us. There you go. You can can sit sit with with us. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for being here. Bye. We'll see ya.